It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Simon, c'est Simon in English, and that's me. Simon, because I'm from Paris, France, so that's the accent, and that's why half of my friends, all family call me Simon, and then all my friends in America or a bit of my family calls me Simon or Sai, depending. Anyway, it's me. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love and relationships, but I want to start with uh, a discussion I had uh, earlier today with uh, a neighbor walking by, you know, I take walks in the afternoon just to uh, exercise a little bit, social distancing and all, but you know, we're talking about the fact that, you know, do guys like to hear how you're feeling? Women like to hear this, um, but man likes to hear how you're doing. Two different cultures, right? So if uh, you want to ask your man how he's feeling, it's better to say, how are you doing? The man reacts better to that question than how are you feeling. For women, I strongly believe that it's important to ask, how are you feeling? And not, how are you doing? Just a little difference. I don't know if you agree. I'll put it on my social media. Uh, you calls and new questions are next. Bonjour, Susanna. Bonjour. Bonjour, Susanna. What's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Well, right now, things are difficult, as they are for everyone, um, with yeah. the finances and COVID and, you know, work being cut in hours. And I'm just trying to spread the dollar. And my husband doesn't seem to want to help out in that respect. In other words, when we go to the store, he, you know, will grab a bunch of bananas and they're organic. And he doesn't take the time to see that they're not organic. It happens all the time. And I mention mm. it to him, and you think that he'd get it right the next time, but there's no regard for what I say. Um, How does that make you feel? Very, very annoyed. I feel that he doesn't care about what I'm trying to do for us. He just brushes me off. And yeah, very hurtful. I hear you 100%. Okay, so um, you guys have kids? No. Okay. So basically, here's what I would say. I would say, listen, right now, in the middle of this unbelievable storm worldwide was the pandemic, the economy in scramble, the jobs much harder to find or to keep or the hours being cut off. Uh, we like a little piece of wood try to survive the big storm and the waves are all over. The less we save, the thinner is the wood on the boat and we're going to sink. And so if you want us to sink and sink a marriage with it, go ahead. But don't complain when this is all over. Because what you're doing is a passive-aggressive move towards our marriage and myself of, I don't care, we're going down. And I don't want to go down. And you tell him like it is. And unless he finds a much better job and things go back to normal, what you're saying is makes perfect sense. And I'm well, telling you have to, to tell him because he has me doing all the worrying, me cutting the corners where they can be, so that he can be in, insensitive to the situation, knowing I'm going to pick up the pieces. Well, but you can also say the truth that you know it's unattractive, and it puts the marriage in jeopardy. If you feel insecure because of his really childish behavior and selfish behavior, it's going to take away the attraction, the ulala in the future. You've got to be strong. Say, I don't know if I want to. Stay married to somebody who doesn't care as we, you know, almost sinking. I'm trying to keep the boat afloat. No, no caring, exactly. no loving. Yeah. I think it's a serious conversation to have um, tomorrow or the day after, but soon about, you know, are we sinking or are we surviving? What's the mode? Okay. 
Okay, I'm going to go forge forward with this, for sure. Good luck to you, really good luck. Stay strong, and thank you for calling. Thank you for the advice. Coming up, I am going to go answer Samantha's Instagram DM because she is a free woman and has a question about her lifestyle, so her DM is next. So Samantha sent me that DM on my Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. She said, Bonjour, Simon. I don't feel the need to be in a relationship, but I do like to date. So do you think it's a bad thing if a woman has no relationships and just ooh la 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 with anyone she wants? Please advise. Samantha, thanks for the DM. Yeah, it's a good question. If you're a woman, a free woman, is that a bad thing to just go from one man to the other and have as many ulala as you desire? Is that a bad thing, a good thing? I'll tell you my opinion. Coming up next. So I got a question for you, something to think about. Samantha, ask me, is it bad for a woman, a free woman, to not want any relationship, just date, and really mostly just have a lot of ulala with whoever she wants to? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing that a free adult woman just don't want to date, no romance, just ooh-la-la-la-la-la-la, with the right kind of man? You get my drift. So let me answer this very clearly. Samantha, you're an adult woman, you're free, you do what you want with who you want and how you want it. And no one, but no one, should tell you what to do. Not culturally, not, you know, morally, no. You're free, you're an adult, it's your choice. So enjoy the ooh-la-las for as long as you want. It's not me who's going to tell you not to enjoy it. Because the French think joie de vivre. Thanks for the DM. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Aubrey. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So what's going on with your fiancé? How can I help you? So my fiancé, he's really sweet, and he's always so thoughtful. Uh, every morning he comes in bright and early. Uh, he's getting ready for work. He brings me a cup of coffee, sets it down next to my bed, and he will give me kisses. He kisses me when he wakes up. He kisses me after the shower. He kisses me when he gets dressed. <laughs> and he kisses me again before he leaves. And as sweet as it sounds, it's actually very frustrating for me because I work third shift and he gets up super early and, and that's my time to sleep in. So I'm a grumpy bear in the morning. <laughs> I I'm don't want him to stop doing sweet things for me, but I want him to stop doing this particular thing. <laughs> so what do I do? I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. But uh, what's stopping you from telling him what you just told me? Well, I have told him a few times, you know, that I love that he kisses me goodbye and one kiss would be great, but he doesn't understand that. He's a very sweet, very romantic. His love language is touch and kiss. I get that, but he doesn't understand that my love language is sleep. <laughs> no, I listen. <laughs> I, I hear you. Well, listen, here's the explanation. I think you could say, just like you said, that one kiss is fine, but after that it's passive-aggressive. You've told him once, you've told him twice, you need your sleep, you work third shift. I mean, he's got to be caring. Caring is not just, oh, I want to express my love, I kiss you and wake you up. Caring is... How can I leave the room so my fiancé doesn't wake up at all, so she's ready for work again? That's caring. And so you have to explain that to him, that 
Romance doesn't justify to be annoying or, you know, irritating. Romance is to be pay attention to your partner, creating an enchanting feeling. I think that's the definition. So I think, Aubrey, you have to talk to him exactly like we did. Tell him, you know, that's enough. Once is enough, you need to sleep. It's not against him, but it would be passive-aggressive from him to continue. And then you say, I love you, but that's that. Okay? Okay. Yeah, I think that'll work. I, it sounds so much nicer when you say it. <laughs> when I want to say it, I just want to, like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy for me because nobody's waking me up like this. You know, I'm, I, I, I don't wake up until, you know, I don't know, 8 or 9 or so because I work at night. So, you know, if somebody would, you know, girlfriend would do that to me, they, believe me, it would not be the same sweet, soft it. tone. <laughs> yeah, gotta, okay. let's be real. All right, Aubrey. Good luck to you. Be direct, and uh, I think you, things will get better, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. You're most welcome. Have a good night. Good night, Simon. So, when you are in a relationship or, you know, engaged or married, what would you say are the limits in the name of love that we should not cross? Let's talk about that next. So, if you're in a relationship, if you're engaged or married, no, there are limits in the name of love, in the name of sweetness, in the name of romance, in the name of this and that. You know, my last call, Aubrey, that was a great example. She works third shift. She's tired. She wakes up, you know, later than her fiancé, and he still wakes her up kissing her. Now, it, it seems sweet, but it's not. It's selfish. It's selfish in the name of romance to bother your partner. I mean, and, and that, here's the trick of the passive-aggressive is that, you know, on the paper, if you tell your girlfriend, you know, my fiancé wakes me up with 20, 50 kisses, oh, you're so lucky. Except I work third shift, and at 5 or 6 in the morning, I want to sleep. I don't want to be bothered by anyone. Kisses or no kisses, right? That's the, the truth. That's what people don't say enough. And let me share an example of my own mistake. And this is not in my favor, but I want to share that story with you just to illustrate my point. Next. So just remember that I do this show for you not to do like me, to do better than me, because I've made all the mistakes. Nothing I'm proud of, to be proud of, by the way, but it is what it is, and I'm happy to share my mistakes. So one of them was that I was uh, with this girl a long time ago. We're talking 15 years ago, and um, she was a, a late sleeper in the morning. I'm not. You know, I, I like to wake up at 8 or 9, and I like to open the curtains because I feel like anxious a little bit if I don't open the window and the uh, curtains. So I did it a couple of times. She was really upset. And then I thought of a trick is to bring her croissants and her coffee in bed. But still, they woke her up. She was upset. And that was where I realized that I was being passive-aggressive because I just didn't want to be alone in the morning. I, I was selfish. And she put me right into my place. I never did it again. So don't do like me. Just do better than me. Uh, listen to your partner and adjust. Life is so much easier. So I wish I knew all that back then, but I didn't, or I ignore it anyway. You calls and you questions are next. If you want to share a romantic story that touched your heart, call the show now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Hope. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Hope. So you have a story, a romantic story you would like to share. Please, go ahead. Yes. So I have two dogs. And for a long time, I would always go to the vet, and I just, I had a big crush on my vet. He's an, <laughs> an animal lover, 
just rolls all over the floor with my dogs. They absolutely adore him. Uh-huh. And I'd always think, oh, you know, whoever's married to that guy, because he had a ring. And then when you walk into the vet, there's this framed photo of a woman and his two dogs. Because he brings his dogs and they just hang out. Like, he just is never apart from them, which I love, because my dogs are like my kids. And, you know, he's always really friendly. But one day, he was like, you know, we should go to this dog park. My dogs love it. Your dogs would love it. it it'll be really fun. And... I thought maybe it was like, oh, my wife and I, because I don't ask personal questions. And when mm-hmm. he showed up, he was just him and his two dogs. And so, you know, naturally said, oh, is your wife working? And he said, oh, I, I'm not married. I, I'm a widower. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel terrible. I thought, you know, the picture. And he said, no, that's my, my wife that passed away. He's like, I was kind of asking you out on a date. And uh, <laughs> that was our first date. <laughs> I thought he was just being a really nice vet, and um, so now we have four dogs. <laughs> wow. And we've been together ever since, and uh, so this whole time, I thought he was just being nice to my dog because he's a nice guy and he's a nice vet, but he was he was throwing out some signals I just wasn't getting, so. That is funny. <laughs> i, I got to ask you, what, what kind of dogs do you have? I have Vishla's. So those really pretty uh, auburn, orangey, brown, they're hunting wow. dogs. They're very thin. Yep. Um, we call them Velcro because <laughs> they follow you around and they have to be on top of you. And they're just obsessed <laughs> with him. So that's I like that, Velcro. You know, this, I, and I want to make sure nobody used that word for a partner. Right Now you said that, I can think of a friend of mine using that same word for his so just no, oh, nobody only should be okay with dogs, <laughs> not yes. in relationships. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> just FYI out there. <laughs> All right. Hope, thank you so much for that story. I'm glad it happened. Thank you for sharing on the rendezvous tonight. Have a good night. Simon, thanks for listening. You're welcome, Hope. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Coming up, we're going to go listen to Katie's voicemail because her husband and her have a dilemma, and I want to help her. So her voicemail is next. So if you have a question, 24-7-365, leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, and I'll get to it on the show, just like for Katie's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Katie, and I have a question. Uh, so my husband and I have been spending a lot of time together during quarantining, <laughs> and of course, tensions build sometimes, and whenever we get into an argument about anything, and it's typically the nuances of you know, how someone says something or semantics, he'll immediately go straight to, you're not listening to me. And I'll try to be as calm as possible, but it gets really frustrating because it feels like that's a go-to when, you know, most of the time I actually am listening. I am understanding. Sometimes I'm not, but um, I'm aware of that during those times too. So I guess I'd just love your opinion and advice on how to deal with that. Thank you so much in advance for all of your advice. I really appreciate it, and I love your show. Thank you, Katie, for the voicemail and the kind words. Yeah, what should you do if your husband always thinks you're not listening to him, but you are? My answer is next. What should you do if, um, in the case of Katie, your husband always thinks you're not listening? Usually, usually I hear the other side. Uh, but this time, she is listening to him, but... I guess he wants full attention. So 
What is he saying, Cathy, when he says you're not listening to me? It's not just about the talk. It's you're not paying attention to me. That's what it means. So because it's a voicemail, I can't ask you what else you think is missing. But when somebody, and it's not justified, say you're not listening to me, so the translation is you're not paying enough attention to me and my needs. So it could be romance, it could be ooh la la, it could be intimacy, it could be food, it could be emotional, it could be financial. So my advice to you is have a conversation, open up, get out of you not listening to me and ask him, maybe there's something I haven't heard. Maybe something you want to say, you know, maybe there's an unspoken and let him say his piece and then you can answer. But there's something that he's not saying that you need to listen to. That's my advice. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tiffany. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? How can I help tonight? Okay, so um, I've been in a relationship with my partner for a little over a year, and we have already said I love you, and we've expressed our feelings, and I think we're in this for the long run. But he just doesn't express his feelings and his emotions all the time. Even though I know he misses me, I know he loves me, he just doesn't tell me all the time because it's not his personality and it's not his love language. But for me, it is one of mine and I do need to hear it. You know, when we're apart, I do need to hear him say, I miss you, not me ask him, do you miss me? You know, and I do need to hear I love you every once in a while. I'm not asking for it to be all the time. So my question is, how do I tell him, you know, you may not need to hear it all the time, but I need to hear it sometimes without making him feel like I'm pressuring him to say it, which is not at all the case. I just want to know when he's feeling it, I want him to say it. <laughs> I hear you. We've got to be honest. Guys in general are way less expressive of their emotions than women, right? I mean, that's just basic rule. Right. Women are, you know, the language of love, the words, some, you know, affirmation, stuff like that. Very important. So I understand you, but I also understand him. Now, the compromise would be maybe, why don't you, when you miss him, tell him, I miss you. And he'll say, I miss you too. Okay. And you show him how it is done. You don't worry about, you know, whether he does it first. You just say how you feel. I think we can help each other by showing each other a language of love. So... Sometimes say, I miss you. He's going to say, I miss you too. I love you. And we'll see in the future if he gets from you this new education on love language. But it has to be from you because if I tell you to tell him, oh, you should tell me I, I love you first or I miss you first, and he doesn't do it or he does it because you told him to, it's fake. It's not so he's got to learn it. Right. And that's not what yeah. I want either. So, yeah, that's good. And maybe he'll catch on and get more comfortable with it as time I think time. he will. I, I okay. think you will, Tiffany. Give him a little time. And just please remember, for me and all the guys out there, we do not express love the same way we men do. Yeah. It's, okay. it's what it is. So, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. <laughs> We're very different. So, very, very, very different. Nature of the beast. So once we know that, we can respect each other's differences and learn from each other, but without pretending or being fake or just being mad at somebody's different from us because we're just as a gender different right so okay well okay. that's helpful i will do that and try it out and test it out and see how it works <laughs> i think it will work fine i think so <laughs> so thank you for calling tiffany and have a good night bye simon have you ever been told you're being too honest in a relationship is there such a thing as being too honest in a relationship let's talk about that next
Is there such a thing as being too honest in a relationship? Have you ever heard that? I just think you're just too honest, right? Like too brutally direct, I guess. So I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. 54% of you voted no, there is not a thing as being too honest in a relationship. 46% of you believe there is and said, yes, you can be too honest in a relationship. I don't think it's just too honest. I just think it's too brutal. You can tell the same facts, you can tell the same thing with a softer tone and the appropriate choice of words. Uh, and you can be as honest. But it's a choice of words that can hurt somebody's feelings or can make them think about it without being humiliated or hurt. And with that, I wish you a good night, une bonne soirée et sweet dreams. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.